0: In a world. The year 2017. Cody, we all float. You can float too. You'll float too, Cody. You'll float too. You'll float too! going into a different universe today, Cody, and we're going back to 2017 and it, and we're asking, what if the Duffer Brothers were not turned down to direct? And what if Will Poulter, if you remember, was originally cast as Pennywise, left the project early? What would that movie be if the Duffer Brothers had directed? Let's find out right now! Alright, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Bri the Movie Guy, joined again by Cody Wilfong. Hi, buddy. This episode I'm doing specifically for you. It's 2017's It, or as everyone knows it now, It Chapter One. (coughs) Excuse you. Thanks. I know this is one of your favorites. Freaked you out. Freaked me out. It's one of my favorites. Um... I thought it was a really good adaptation. You could do the voice very well. That's Me? what, yeah, you
1: freaked out our co workers. <laughs> Hi a <lot>. there, Georgie!
0: <laughs> especially Carissa. <laughs> Carissa, was, Carissa was always my favorite, especially <laughs> 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 quite, quite, especially when the, the theater got really dark. Yeah. Oh, man, those were the days. But uh, yeah, this was um, obviously a huge hit. We worked the theater when this came out. Kicked out a lot of kids, obviously, uh-huh. but uh, definitely had our share of just really good moments with this movie. Especially uh, Logan with the um, he had the little yellow raincoat that yes. he was running around in, and then uh, who bought balloons? Somebody bought balloons when when it came out.
1: I can't remember.
0: I can't remember, but it, it's ironic. Another reason why I decided to do this because we talked about on the scream. My idea of the perfect Halloween decoration is just putting a red balloon out by a grate. And we're gonna find out something in the fun facts right now. All right, let's do this. Okay, some fun facts. Pennywise only has four minutes of dialogue in this entire movie. Uh, that's something you don't really notice. Though. You don't notice, but in in this one, we're just, <coughs> we're not in the we're not into the other film yet. This is what we know of of the 2017 it. I, I should have clarified that. But anyway, let's get back to it. Better than the other film. Better than the T V movie, I'll yeah. agree there. Yeah. But only chapter one. Chapter two I'll get into later. But um Uh the teeth prosthetics that Bill Skarsgård wore as pain wise <coughs> made him drool. Like so all that drool that we see yeah, throughout the real. movie is real drool. And the director thought it was like really nasty and demented. I thought it was just something they added in as Pennywise was getting hungry for these kids because he, he can smell that they're yep. kind of getting scared a little bit. It's just the He's, prosthetics. It's the prost. <laughs> nope, it's just the fucking prosthetic. It's something- Uh. It also, just like Bill Skarsgård, just like allowing himself to add that to the character. Um. Oh, wow. Do I have- I don't have my headphones plugged in, I don't think. No, there it is. I was like, why can't I hear myself? Hold on, sorry, folks. There we go. Wow, that's weird. All right, now I can now I can have both ears covered, and it won't be weird. Um, I don't remember this, but the uh, most of my facts are found on IMDb, so it's half-assed research, to be honest. But apparently, it was shipped to cinemas under the codenamed Pound Foolish, which is a literal opposite to Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, both annoys me, and I think it's clever at the same damn time. But I don't really remember, because obviously the posters come in, and the films come in. Well, the hard drives. It's not film anymore. Um, and I don't remember seeing Pound Foolish I don't ever. Either. But if I would have saw that, I would have been like, "Huh, clever. <laughs> or maybe I would have been too slow. Who knows? Uh, no, around pro- t-
1: it probably would- I probably wouldn't have caught
0: it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have caught it either uh around the time of the theatrical release of this film in uh litzitz uh litzitz pennsylvania there was a prank that involved a series of red balloons tied to sewer grates throughout the town mimicking one of the book covers of the it novel the prank had frightened the citizens including the litzitz police force
1: that's crazy you
0: right that people would be so i mean think about it though that's what's so crazy about not just the book, Stephen King, but, like, the film in general. It's, like, the imagery of the red balloon terrifies people.
1: They're, yeah, they're like, that kind of, I don't know why it just popped into my head, but, like, something like that. And if you go look at The Purge, the, the siren that they do. The... There's certain things that just get people... I that sounded know, kind of good in my headphones. I don't know how it will sound on the recording, but that sounded because, kind of good. <laughs> um there was a, when COVID happened first, right? there was a police, I don't know where, but they used that siren for a curfew, and cops would
0: drive around just and w- play that purge Just playing siren. that siren? That's wild. I <coughs> they got like in trouble. Should, well, I had hope. <laughs> like, <laughs> God, like, hey, you know what's a good prank? <laughs> Okay, um, this is the film, this film out of uh, Stephen King adaptations, which I don't know why, I, I, it's separate, but I have the number of adaptations of Stephen King films in this section. Uh, it's the highest cursing one, though, out of all of them, which it's a high number. Uh, Bill, Skar- Bill. Bill Skarsgård actually was able to smile in such a weird way that it really intrigued the director, and now it's the, the ironic Pennywise smile, which... I can't do. I'm not going to try to do it. But um, he
1: does it without any of the makeup Without or any the of the makeup.
0: Yeah, and that's important to know for when the recasting hits. Um despite playing the villain, the casting crew actually thought Bill Skarsgård was uh extremely polite and friendly, which we don't hear that very often on this on this podcast with uh, the if you, celebrities. If you
1: listen to his interviews, he actually t- like would come up to the kids afterwards and be like, "Are well, you okay?" Yeah, I, I
0: love <laughs> I love the story on uh, I think he was telling it on um, uh, Jimmy Fallon where he's when he goes up to. Uh, it was uh, the jackie the, yeah it was the sc- jackie grazer he's it was like the scene oh, when he you? comes
1: out of the refrigerator oh
0: yeah and he's like scared and he's yeah. like really love what you're doing with the character great stuff <laughs> great stuff i love that <laughs> um uh wolfhard and wolfhard and lilas are the only actors and, of the young cast who had eventually gotten their wish As that Hater and Chastine ended up being cast as the older versions of the Richie and Beverly, respectively, in the sequel, It Chapter 2. Which, that will get into, um, for the recasting of the adult versions, for what I have envisioned, for what I think the Duffers would have done, I have, um, I have what the kids wish for. Um... Bill Skarsgård has admitted that he was so into his performance as Pennywise that um, he would have constant nightmares after the production. So, a little bit of Heath Ledger there. Um, This is a crazy thing. The number 27 is often associated with this story. This film was released 27 years after the original 1990, 1990 original miniseries. In the book, it is mentioned that it returns to Derry approximately every twenty-seven years. Uh, Jonathan Brandis, who played young Bill in the original film, died at twenty-seven years old. This movie was released one month after Bill Skarsgård's twenty-seventh birthday. Jaden Martle, Bill, Jeremy Ray Taylor, Ben, and Nicholas Hamilton, Henry, are all twenty-seven years younger than the actors who portrayed the same characters in the miniseries Jonathan Brandis, Bill Brandon Cain, Crane, Ben and Jared Blankard, Henry yeah, those then those people sorry uh, the those were the kids who played them uh, the official US release date is 9-8-2017 and 9 plus 8 plus 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 7 equals 27 the second film was released on 9-6-2019 and that 9 plus 6 plus 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 9 equals 27. Do you think this is all a coincidence? I don't know, man. Numberology, it... numberology intrigues me and terrifies me all at once because the number. You remember that awful movie, The Number 23, <coughs> that actually very well entitles to me because my last name is Watson, which starts with the W. W is the 23rd letter. There are my full name. There are 23 letters in my full name. If you write out my birthday and like the how everyone writes out dates in America, it adds up to twenty three. Um, it's it, there's so much with twenty three that goes with me. That rhymed and I didn't. I, I I'm gonna stop because I'm gonna just keep rhyming. Because I, I feel, feel
1: like <laughs> if they did it on purpose, that was a lot of effort into casting and
0: because you well, have to like do like a background like it's honestly chance because in my research I saw that it, this was in development for eight years. Like this movie was. So I guarantee no, definitely not what wasn't predicted at all to, to be the thing, to be happened. the case. It just happened. Yeah, it was just, it's beautiful, beautiful. Love what you're doing. Love what you're doing with it. Chef's kiss. Um, when Richie is in the clown room, when he's being, uh, uh, scared by Pennywise, um, in that, in the house, there is actually one of the clowns is dressed up like Tim Curry's Pennywise. Um. Director Andy I, I'm I'm gonna I, I'm gonna say Andy Muschietti, it's probably not right, uh, who's directing the Flash film, which I'm intrigued to see. I wanna know more about this apparent like thing Ezra Miller's going through, but that's neither here nor I, yeah, there. It's
1: a but I am intrigued to see it just because of the other actors in it.
0: Oh yeah, I mean we're getting Michael China. I'd Keaton rather again see them Batman. than yeah. the Flash. Exactly. Exactly. Who wouldn't? Um but yeah, um, but the director confirmed that Bill Skarsgård spoke in Swedish sometimes while in character. Um, Did you,
1: I can't remember. Did you see that in the movie? Did he imply that in the like?
0: I feel the, like there are times where I felt like I couldn't understand Pennywise. So that may have been. I think that's the time when there was definitely Swedish involved. I could be wrong, of course. I'd love to but, learn that language, right? Swedish, just to know it. Um, I think they talk a lot of English there, though. Like, they speak mainly American there. Or, not American. God, that sounded ignorant. Anyway, um, though CGI was used in some scenes, Bill Skarsgård was able to move his eyes in different directions. On his own. Yeah, on his own. Creating that effect, achieving that effect all by himself. they
1: were gonna, the director was going to CGI that. Yeah, that was already, like, an
0: intended thing he he was planning. He was like, you don't need to do that. I can do it on my own. Now, supposedly, the director has stated that he wants to make a supercut version of this movie, combining both this and Chapter 2, and using extra footage from the latter film, and um, he wants to go back and forth with using flashbacks like they did with the original miniseries. Now, it's been a while since Chapter 2 came out. Well, I mean, I guess 2019. I was still working at the theater. Yeah, I was about to say, in 2019, isn't that long ago, considering that 2020 was like the pandemic? Four and years, three 20, years? 2020 and 2021 are almost asterisks in the move, in the movie-making Even 2022, because there's really not There's isn't a mu- lot there's a coming little... out. Like, we're just now getting a lot of movies coming out. But I think 2023... Top Gun. Now, some of the movies that came, like, some movies came out, like The Batman, the Batman's up there, man. Good. Yes, fantastic, baby. I, I don't
1: care what anyone says. Bat that Batman
0: artwork. It's artwork, man. It, it, well, I the second they said when the director became, um, oh my god, I'm blanking on his name. What's his name? What's the director's name? We can't do this. Can't do this. Not right now. Ah, it's Matt. No, it's not Matt. Who the fuck's Matt? Anyway, <laughs> um, hold on. I got this, folks. Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves. Did I say well, Matt? No, Matt yeah. Reeves is correct. No, because he did the ape, the Planet of the Apes films. Yeah. When I heard he was directing it, I knew it was going to be good. And then Robert Pattinson. It took me a little bit to get sold on, but I had already seen like there was um, some independent films like uh, what's it, what's the one? It, it there good was time, one. That, there was time.
1: one that came out just before the Batman came out or he was like a I don't know if he was I didn't watch
0: the movie. See, Tenet? The, yes. I love Tenet. Tennant's one of those one. ones. I, when I first saw it, I was like, eh, it was good. I, I liked s- it. But then I watched it a second time and I was like, "Oh my god, do I understand this movie more?" And then I watched the third time, and I was like, "This movie's fucking awesome."
1: <laughs> See, I have seen bits and pieces and everything I saw from Robert Pattinson
0: He's solid. He's good. He's a good actor. And he he even hates the Twilight movies. But the Twilight movies are fucking hilarious movies. You go and watch those movies and tell me you don't love laughing at them.
1: If they make it another Twilight, which I've heard rumors of, I I think it would be a better CGI.
0: Cody. I'm not a Twilight fan. Do you want me to call you my own personal brand of heroin? Would that make you feel better? I'm not a Twilight fan. I can't resist you anymore, Cody. (laughs) It's just... just, But no, fucking great movie. We should get back on topic, though.
1: As usual, we are getting off of it.
0: That's our thing. (laughs) Um, A few weeks after the release of this film in Moscow, Burger King Russia filed a complaint in an attempt to have the film band, citing that the McDonald's mascot, Ronald McDonald, looked <coughs> too similar to Pennywise, and the film was thus endorsing their competition. Can you ima- That's how paranoid Russians are. <laughs> like, do you see this fucking clown? <laughs> this nice. fucking clown's going to sell more burgers any- than us.
1: Did anything come of that?
0: By the way, have you seen Burger King's menu? Uh, it's mostly chicken. It is. It's a lot of chicken now. I think
1: the only really big
0: thing they have is the Whopper. Maybe. And, and, and the, the stacker. And the Impossible
1: Whopper. But,
0: but isn't that like tofu or something? Uh, yeah. Huh.
1: I've never had it, but... It's
0: no longer the king of burgers.
1: It's not Wendy's, technically. Wendy's is
0: delicious. Rallies. Hi, folks. We're now going to plug Wendy's because they need more money. Anyway, back to it. Uh, the original Stephen King novel runs 1,138 pages, Cody. That's a lot of pages. My daughter would read that in like two nights. No, she wouldn't. She, the she audio book alone all, takes like three days or something like She stays up, three up or four all day days. and night and reads. Day and night. Sorry. Uh, Pennywise eyes turn blue when he talks to Georgie because it is the eye color of his mother. Lures him in. Exactly. He gets that trust up, man. Uh due to this Due to the success of this film, the film's producer Roy Lee, along with writer director James Wan, have plans for another Stephen King related adaptation, The Tommyknockers. I don't know much about The Tommyknockers. I know, I know what a Tommyknocker is because of um there's another Stephen King novel called ah oh, what's it called? It's one of those ones where there's like super hit, super powered mind-powered children but um the institute i think it's called it, it, it was pretty good i liked it um or wait no is that what he is tommy doctor anyway feels weird i'm getting is... off topic but anyway james wan would be great but i really love what the director of dr sleep did um the director of dr sleep is mike flanagan <laughs> I remembered it before I Googled it. Now Mike Flanagan, who's done the Haunting of Hill House <coughs> movies and Bly Manor and stuff like that. He also did Dr. Sleep, though. And he's going to do, rev- I think, the revi- Reviver or something like that. It's like a Frankenstein-esque story. Uh, he's planning on doing that one soon. So I'm excited to see how what he does with that. Uh, but uh, James Wan, because he... The Conjuring and all that stuff. I would love to see him do a Stephen King universe film. I if they did, if there was ever a remake of The Shining, I would want James Wan to do it because I think he would really give it justice.
1: Now, uh, isn't there a third chapter to it?
0: Movie? Yeah.
1: No. Well, not movie. Obviously, not movie. But in the books, there's a third chapter, isn't there?
0: There's Cause... like. A lot of chapters. There's over a thousand do pages. Think, do you think? There,
1: well, because I know there's like I, I was I, there's, reading. There's like a fucking. Sorry. I, I, well, no, you're
0: f- you're fine. I say there, fuck. Um.
1: <laughs> there's like a wasn't there like a giant space
0: turtle that ended up? Oh no no okay no no okay you're talking about the turtles. The turtles. Where are the turtles? Um. The turtles, Cody, as you may know. Uh. No, it's it's the spacecraft that it. The, the creature that it really is uh, comes from, essentially. Um, oh, my God. I haven't read that book in so long. You're going you're gonna to make me think I so always, damn hard. I
1: had to look up to see how he actually
0: existed. Like, he's existed he's in, supposed to be a being who has existed for many, many millenniums, I think, or something like that. Um, John Oliver was such a fan of the novel that he was cast as an extra in this film, and he is, plays, uh, he can be seen in the town diner. Um, similar to Freddy Krueger, Pennywise uses fear to terrorize and murder his victims. And there's a line in the movie where he's like, that S- sweet, sweet fear. Yeah, and can be whatever fear that person has. It is also noted that both characters use the personal insecurities and grief of their victims to make them more vulnerable and easier to kill. <sighs> there's a lot to say. But, um, yeah, that's another reason why when I saw that the Duffer brothers were originally slated to direct this, I was like, that's what Stranger Things season four is, is a nightmare on Elm Street. And I think they would, I think they would have killed this. But anyway, going back to this, well, I guess I am still in this, fuck it. Um. The year 2017 became the year the horror genre for the first time ever had reached $1 billion in ticket sales at the U.S. box office. Such films that made this milestone possible included this film, but also Get Out, which is one of my all-time favorites. Creepy movie. Love Get Out. Uh, Split, which, again, I loved Split. James McAvoy was robbed of an Oscar for Split.
1: Sad that we won't get to see another
0: one with Bruce Willis retiring. I well, no, he sold his likeness to be deep But it's deepfaked. not the same. It might be better, but <laughs> we won't get into that. Uh, Annabelle creation, Jigsaw, It Comes at Night. Saul and, stopped a long time ago. And Happy Death Day. Yeah, that was a weird movie too. That was a weird movie, but I don't mind it. It's like a it's like a guilty pleasure movie. Um, I the, forgot all about that one. Right. <laughs> uh, after just eight days in its release, it became the highest-grossing September release of all time. And the highest grossing horror movie of all time. Just eight days in its release. They had a
1: perfect cast.
0: It did. But the the recasting might be better, Cody. Uh, The eerie scene of Pennywise dancing spawned a series of hilarious viral memes of him dancing to any song regardless of the variety of music genres. his feet going? Yeah, where he was like dancing and he had his fist pumping up and down, which... It was funny for about 10 seconds. It and then after... Old. It got... It was one of those trends that got old really quickly. Like, and
1: it died out very quickly. It
0: died out... It, it came and went very quickly. I remember Nathan showed me this compilation, and we laughed for a good, like, 30 seconds. And then after a while, we just kept watching it, and we were waiting to laugh, but the it just got worse. Because there's only so many songs that actually do fit with it that make it funny. Um... The- Okay, the this is this was the 28th Stephen King film adaptation. So out of 28 films, it took it took 28 films to become the highest gross. <laughs> Who was I don't, the, what was the previous? I don't know, it didn't tell me <laughs> if the research. Uh yeah, just look up Stephen King film adaptation uh box office grosses. Um The the trailer for this film enraged real life professional clowns who stated that the Pennywise character who will encourage people to think of clowns as scary and murderous, though the filmmakers and actors have said clearly that Pennywise is not a clown at all, but a representation of it's pure evil who takes on the form of out of a mix of sadism and children and childishness. Rallies to defend the good name in general of clowns in the U.S. were planned following the month in this film's was released in theaters. Here's the lifetime gross for It Chapter 1.
1: Okay. 327,481,748 hundred. I thought, I really thought it would be higher. It Chapter 2 was second, The Green Mile was third. Oh. And I'll give you the top five. Fourteen oh eight was fourth, and
0: misery was fifth. I love the Green Mile. Some people hate the Green Mile, but I—that's I, such a good movie. Was there two pet cemeteries? There is a remake. There is a Pet Cemetery Two, and there is the original eighty. Because one. on here it says
1: Pet Cemetery, and then Pet Cemetery Six and Seven. Six. Wait, what?
0: Yeah. See. Six and seven. I see Pet Cemetery. Oh no, that's their sixth and seventh uh, spot. But yeah, one of those is the original, and one of those is the remake. They need to clarify you know, clarify it. I think you would be the only one confused, Cody. This Everything. is what happens when you don't like Halloween, nineteen seventy eight. I remember. Oh, here
1: it is. Pet Cemetery Two is ranked twenty eighth.
0: Oh okay. <laughs> so we know the worst of them now.
1: <laughs> I'm glad. I see. see the worst. It chapter 2 was the worst. The re-release was the worst film he grossed with only 29,297. But why, why would
0: they re-release it? Both no...
1: were re-released and they're both 52 and 53. That makes no sense. That makes
0: no sense to do.
1: Everything of his re-releases is at, the, is at the
0: bottom. Well, yeah, because re-releases never make as much. They never do. They, people either own the movie or have already seen it enough, so why would it make more money? Well, sadly, clearly, it does. Something called Mower Man made $2 million. Yeah, we don't talk about that movie. Um, <laughs> and the last thing I have for our fun facts section, when the Losers clubs are at... <laughs> when the Losers Club... Are at the Fourth of July festival, a clown can be seen performing on a nearby stage. The clown suits resembles no other than serial killer John Wayne Gacy's clown suit.
1: I saw that. It was a. It was I a noticed little... that too.
0: It was a little too on the nose, yeah. especially after watching. Uh, uh, What's the Jeffrey Dahmer story on Netflix and the, recently? And
1: the, there was a Gacy thing on Netflix too. There was. Yeah, yeah.
0: but the was it like they the didn't tapes? show a lot of his clown stuff though. Well, yeah, because, I mean, he wasn't a murderer because he was a clown. He, was a, he was a murderer he who like, just happened to be a clown. Like, he, that's
1: kind of like how he got the trust.
0: Yeah. but you You get in. That's That was his end. It was like Leo going to talking to the Boston gangs with Mark now, Wahlberg.
1: Now, wrapping around to you the gotta point, have that point that uh, Skarsgar had nightmares. Yeah. A lot of these actors who throw themselves, like, night, day, every hour. Yeah they end up having something terrible happen like to them. um Evan Peters Evan Peters as well, Dahmer Dahmer yeah he but he had coaches though that were on set to coach him out well, of Well
0: I think that a lot of that now is a direct uh, outcome of what happened with Heath Ledger cuz there, no the there, there was no one there to help There was no one there he he it makes it, I don't want to put, make it sound like I'm blaming him. What happened to him was an awful, awful mistake and an awful tragedy, especially to not only his family, but the filming community as a whole. But, um, dude, those are sick Chucks. I have black ones just like that. Yeah. All these weather. Were free. They
1: were free? My brother in law gave them to me. Oh, I'm jealous. We couldn't fit them, so. Anyway,
0: we're off topic. The recasting, Cody! Okay, the recasting. The cast of the Losers Club were asked whom they wanted to play their adult parts. This is what each one said. Phil Wolfhead, who played Richie, said Bill Hader. Who? Bill Hader played him. So guess what? Bill Hader, you are safe from recasting. Sophia Lilis, Lilis, uh, who played Beverly, she said Jessica Chastain. So Jessica Chastain is also. That's not. If I was a kid, that would not be the
1: first pick I would have. I mean, I don't know. That's a movie. I don't know kid. her.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, she's an actress. I feel like these kids, like, do, are in a little bit different of how they look into movies and stuff. But at the same time, I feel like maybe these two were already casted, and when they did that interview, they are like, plug this for us. But also, it's honestly spot-on casting. Here's where things get interesting, Cody. Chosen Jacobs, who, I've met some of these kids at Whorehound, because, you know, I'm going to always mention it because I like to name drop. Uh, I met Finn, I met Chosen and I met Jack. They were all super nice guys. Um Jack's a super great in the Shazam movies, just saying that. But anyway, Chosen Jacobs, Mike, he said Chadwick Boseman. Ooh, yeah, that would I would have loved it. But anyway, uh Jack Dylan Grazer, Eddie said Jake Chillenhall. Again be a good with one. the We'll again with the Jake Chillenhall. Uh Wyatt Olaf, I think maybe all off. Stanley said joseph Gordon lovett Uh Jeremy Ray Taylor said Chris Pratt and uh Jaden Martell or Jaden, Jaden. Jaden Martell, Bill said Christian Bale. See, I wonder if
1: they actually pursued these actors and they all turned it down or if the company was just like, yeah, we'll go in another direction.
0: It would be interesting if that was, like, their way to plug it to the actors. Like, come on, we're starting Buzz. It's free publicity. Like, they didn't have to put too much into it. Um, The Duffer brothers originally wanted to direct the movie, but were overlooked as they were not established (laughs) enough. They went on to create Stranger Things, which co-stars Finn Wolfhard, who plays Richie, and pays homage to Stephen King. They also worked with Alexander Skarsgård's brother, Bill Skarsgård. Uh, they worked with Alexander Skarsgård, who is the brother of Bill Skarsgård. He played Tarzan. Yes, on their debut film, Hidden, which is a really good thriller. I, it, it's it's very independent, very good though. I like that a lot. But so, um, they did that, and uh, yeah, I think, I think. The director they got was good, but I think they would have been better, especially what we've seen now in Stranger Things. Um, And our last thing about the casting is Hugo Weaving and Bill Skarsgård were the two finalists for the role of Pennywise after Will Poulter left the project. So obviously Bill Skarsgård got it because um, Hugo Weaving was said to have been really good only playing creepy it could not play the childness of it up so he left Um, so next category now what changes what becomes the new film Uh, Will Poulter would not bring a lot of the extra things we know now that will that uh, Bill Skarsgård brought like the eye thing the mouth thing the random Swedish speaking and just like the whole creepy aesthetic like he was really like in the scene with the refrigerator that was him stuffed inside the refrigerator. So everything but, after that, him untied. Well there was there was obviously some special effects, but like he worked with the contortist a contortist, I think that's That's how a it, lot of dedication. He yeah, he was very dedicated. So Bill Skarsgård brought a lot, so I don't know how I don't know the very Will Polter hasn't done a lot of stuff. He's done the Maze Runner movies, he did the We are the Millers, but he's also now about to play um is it a superhero? Yeah, um, the the one guy, uh, Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock. He's about to play him in the next Guardians movie. So, but he has those weird eyebrows because he looks like Sid from Toy Story. And uh, he plays a good villain in the Maze Runner movie. He does play someone who can be physically menacing. And as you, we remember him in uh, Bandersnatch, he does have the red voice. He was in The Revenant, too. Oh, yes, he was in The Revenant. I forgot about that. But he does have that, like... He can make... Bill Skarsgård's very good at making his lower half very creepy and his eyes, but I think Will... Um, Will Polder could do some weird things with his eyes, and, like, I think he could find a really creepy voice because he is also a very talented actor, especially at such a young age, we know he's a good actor. Um Uh, The Duffer Brothers as directors could really sell the 80s aesthetic, I think, and also they would also be able to really balance between horror and humor, as we know. Uh, I think that's very prominent from uh, season four of Stranger Things. Um, I think the film could be a three hour horror film, combining both the young stars with some of their new adult and other halves. Uh, Chadwick as Mike, I think the character would be better acted and become more relatable. Even if, even if, I think even he would have an expanded role because, um, from what we know of him, he was very professional and he was very dedicated and really dwelled into developing the characters out. And I think him as a paranoid, freaked out, uh, librarian would have been fantastic. I think this would have been a great role and that would. Have... Sad, we won't
1: get any more of his
0: acting. Exactly, and this would have been between Civil War and Black Panther, and that those two films took precedence. Exactly. So, but I, I it, to have this in between his two Black Panther and debut I'm pretty sure that
1: guy was he was fighting cancer in between
0: all of that. So yeah, so it would have just been like too exhausting. Yeah. Um... But I, st- I think he would have been a hell of an upgrade. Joseph gordon It as Stanley would be kind of a waste knowing what happens to adult Stanley. But I think with how Scream started the movie with the death of Drew Barrymore, I think if they went the aspect of not starting the movie out like they did with the mini special or even with the Georgie thing, but actually Stanley killing himself and it's Joseph Gordon love it. I think that would have been that a good shock value to that. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal as, um, all right, not, not Stanley. No, no. Yeah. Stanley Stanley, right? i Eddie Eddie was Jake Gyllenhaal. Sorry, I wrote my notes down. Sorry. Going back to it. Getting back into it, Cody. Sorry. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as an older Eddie is both good and bad because I think at the time he was doing those roles where he was, like, very beefed up. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he could easily act as, like, a very nerdy and secure guy. But um, him as Eddie I think would have worked great, but he would have had to lose so much of that muscle... And I think he would have he would have had to look like his Nightcrawler appearance almost for me to feel like he would have been a more successful Eddie. Um, yeah.
1: Do you see who the fourth is on this list? Of what? Of the cast of it two. On Google. Yes. No. The shop shoot or the shopkeeper. Stephen, Stephen King. King. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm
0: the star of this movie. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I wrote it. I wrote the book. I am the star. Um, Chris Pratt has been works because um, yes. he at that time he already had he was doing uh, Guardians 2, but mm-hmm. uh, he already had the superhero physique because he was Jurassic Park also. And
1: the hair, the hair matches too. The
0: hair matches too. Yeah. Um. The guy who plays him, he physically, literally looks like the older version of that kid, but um. Otherwise, I think Chris Pratt would have been really interesting. And I think him and Jessica Chastain would have had really good chemistry. Um, and then, of course, Christian Bale so easily could have played Bill. But here's the thing with him. He would have known that Bill was easily based off Stephen King. So if you look up Stephen King back in, like, the 1980s or 70s, he would have based his look off of that Stephen King. Because he would have been like, well, this is what the character's based off of. Or, "But you know, more Stephen... Christian bale but I think as much as I love James McAvoy, and I think he's been robbed of Oscar nominations, and I think he deserves so much more recognition than he's gotten in the past, um, I think Christian Bale would have also played his role so much better. So who was the main character of it, too? Was it Richie or Bill? It's Bill, because Bill is technically the leader of the Losers Club. And I wonder who the highest Bill was on that. I think James McAvoy, because te- technically James McAvoy is That was the around the actor. time where
1: it Split and... It the second... The split second.
0: came out in 2017, but it was a big movie, and so it was Split. So I think James McAvoy and Jessica Chastain were the... Because Jessica Chastain was like... Coming off at of Zero Dark Thirty a couple of years g- prior g- to pretty that. Pretty much like she was in big movies, and she was a serious actress. And so we should take this movie seriously, because we have a serious actress. Wow, I said that word a lot. Um, Bill Hader was kind of the comedic. Oh, Bill Hader was perfect casting, though. Like, him as a Finn Wolf. See, that's what makes me wonder, like, okay, was it plugging, or, like, Finn Wolf had just realized like, the who cast, he is? I was like, man, they're going all out for this
1: second chapter.
0: Now, uh, before I, like, talk about the new movie and what, I- if I think this is a better movie. The casting director of It Chapter 2 deserves an award. Because the look-alike aspect, except for James McVoy, he doesn't really look like the younger version at all. But the fact that, like, everyone's so spot-on with that casting, just... You you love to see it. You love to see it.
1: (laughs) Because, I mean, you have... Just in the top row here,
0: three big stars. You You have Bill Hader, who is really riding off the fame of Barry now. Uh, back then, though, he, he still had Was the height of... train wreck. Trainwreck. He had Trainwreck, but, you know, uh, coming off of SNL <clears> and <throat> yeah. his success off SNL, which we talk a lot about SNL people here, I've noticed. And I, I don't really watch a lot of modern He kind of went
1: off into a different direction than most SNL ac- I, l-
0: I I've not watched a lot of Barry, but what I've seen, I've loved. Mm-hmm. Like, that's such a good show. And I guess they're thinking about ending it soon, which I think, I like a show that knows when to quit and doesn't just like, we're going to milk it for every second I we can. I'm talking to you, The Walking Dead. Um, all right, so... They,
1: they brought back, uh, speaking of Walking Dead, they brought back Rick.
0: Fuck them. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay, so this is what I wrote as what I think is the new movie. I think the new film would play out totally similar to Stranger Things Season 4. The humor elements would mix mi- the humor elements mixed with horror. I think would expertly be balanced with the horror elements made up of truly nightmarish imagery, which we've seen with Vecna, especially like when we see the people die in the real world and they're like floating and shit. That's fucking terrifying. Um, unlike how the original book is adapted into two films, separating somewhat the kids and adult stories i would see the duffer brothers making a three hour maybe a three hour five ten max film uh combining the stories similar to the made for tv miniseries um one of the issues i had with it chapter two was it was advertised as this was now the adult story we saw the kids story now we're going to focus on the adults but then it was like two hours and forty five minutes, and it was the adults and the kids. Still, the kids were still in it in these like terribly de aged, like CGI'd little versions of themselves, and it kind of ruined it for me. Like mm-hmm. it, it, like anything important that was gonna be needed for the second film should have been directly taken out from the theatrical version. That plane is so the damn. Or, yeah, whatever. It's a flying object, Cody. Probably looking for crack. It's <laughs> low. It sounds my, low. My neighborhood is not that ghetto. Okay? No, I, mean, <laughs> I live down the street from a rally. We're classy, okay? You know what? If I want fine Italian, there's a Fizzo- fucking Fazoli's. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> what my car wash, bam. There's five of them on one street. <laughs> I mean, that <laughs> Tell is me a good
1: thing to save gas. Just walk down the street and get some Fazoli's or Rallies. I really want rallies now. I'm about I, to go there after this.
0: might just walk there after this. <laughs> um, okay. So, as I said, three hour, three hour, ten minute movie, which, if people can do it for Avengers Endgame, they could do it for a solid horror film. Um, but you have to
1: capture their interest in the first, like,
0: That's why nights. I'm saying, get that Joseph Gordon Lovitz kill in the very yeah. beginning, and then go instantly to, like, what the fuck? And then, like, we go back to like Georgie's shit, like somehow make it clear that like we're in the past again or whatever. Um, by the way, I met that kid at Horrorhound, and I sat through the it chapter one panel and he did the uh, you'll float two thing. And because I always thought like, did they do something with his voice? No, he does it. <laughs> he does it with his own little voice and it is insanely awesome. I, I loved it. <laughs> Uh, I, th- I used to have it, I, I put it on Snapchat, I hope it's saved, I don't think it's saved, but it was on Snapchat, I remember that. Um, shrinking down the stories and combining them almost guarantees the incorporation of so many stars, because you would not have such need of large filming schedules. Because if you have a three hour and a half movie, and you like you have the adult story, but then like so much of the filming schedules for the kids only... It it works better, and also yeah. you don't have to worry about de aging grown up teenagers because you waited too long to film the damn sequel. Um, they really did wait too long. Like the the casting of the adults took forever. It seemed like because I feel like they that, had, that they, there was that list they, they wanted had the, to work on
1: list, and then they had the the actors they picked had a lot of jo- like other projects.
0: Right. Um. I also put that. This coming out in 2017, I could see the Duff, Duffer brothers incorporating other cast members from Stranger Things as the children who were kidnapped and out missing in either the modern day dairy or the 1980s dairy. Especially like they could easily take like a picture of Dustin, like a yearbook picture of Dustin and throw it in there and it's like put him on a wanted poster and make it meta 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 as hell, whatever you want to do. But I think they would also kind of make like one of the like bigger children who go missing Millie Bobby Brown because she was the big breakout star of uh, Stranger Things Season 1 which came out the year before and this would have been in Stranger Things Season 2 which also could have incorporated Sadie Sink in that case which I think Sadie Sink is a better actress than Millie Bobby Brown. No disrespect to Millie Bobby Brown
1: but Sadie Sink is phenomenal. Because right Max. now all that Millie what, Millie Bobby, no, Millie, Bobby Brown. Um, <laughs> really, only. i now brown cow. Stranger Things is really the only thing. She has Nova right?
0: Holmes, and the first one's not bad, but it's not my thing. It's definitely like younger audience kind of thing. Definitely not my crowd. Um, so, so now you put the, the Ghostbusters yeah. poster. Yeah, man, gotta have it. Got my uh, Springfield, Ohio Simpson. I feel poster like too. a
1: lot of these kids and Stranger Things and like, it. Are getting kind of typecasted.
0: Oh, they're definitely fucking typecasted. Because even uh, Sadie Sink in um, in uh, what's that called? Fear Street, nineteen eighty four, I think it was. Which again, best year for movies. Uh, <laughs> um, Sh- Ziggy is Max essentially. Like Ziggy and Max are the one and the same. But I think there's so much range. Those kids have so much range. They can, they can really dwell into each kind of emotion so flawlessly. And it, it, and it never feels forced. It feels organic as hell. Um, but now we ask the question, is what's a better movie? Andy's two-parter, two-chapter, f- six-hour-plus extravaganza or the three-hour Duffer Brothers film that never was it's
1: kind of hard to compare
0: it really is because, because the first the fr- chapter one of the it movies i think is so good yeah like th- they add a lot that's not in the books but i think just like the kids interaction and just like the horror elements and how scary it is is so great but what really hurts it and what makes me lean towards the duffer brothers three hour version and earth nine nine five four or whatever is the fact that like i just feel like we could have had such a better movie we would have had if they were throwing that that cast out there but then again there would have been two chapters but like let's just say this wish list was a thing that they already had and they were like listen we want you to be in this movie and they throw serious cash at these people like maybe christian Bale was like sure yeah i'll try something different um which he kind of did with this new Thor movie. Yeah, but then they fucked it up. And <laughs> he was he was the only bright spot in that he movie. He was the only bright spot. He was the... the uh, sh- he shined bright like a diamond, as Rihanna would say. And
1: it went by like a shooting star. Like a shooting star. Um, but like, if you think about it, in an alternate universe... We could be sitting on a couch in that universe, talking, talking about, about what could have been a better the, movie. Like, and then maybe. we had the this current movie in this universe, and we're like, "What if it could have
0: been that?" Listen here, Brian, and <laughs> Earth nine eight four nine five nine. I'm right, and you're wrong. <laughs> no, I I really do think. Well, even in that case, I feel like the, the conversation would be about like how good of a movie this one is because. I can't see it being bad, because the Duffer His... Brothers have proven every year, except for one episode, they have one bad episode out of every single episode of Stranger Things. Who's the director of uh, American Horror Story? American Horror Story, yeah, the creator is Ryan Murphy. I don't want him touching Stranger Things. Or Not Stranger
1: <laughs> I did. I did like... Ryan
0: Murphy doesn't know how to end anything. I
1: did like the last season of American Horror Story. The were it,
0: vampires and I aliens. liked the vampire ones, but I didn't like the aliens. The aliens was cut short. <laughs> the aliens was shit. That's why. But the vampires part of it was The Vampire ones was great and Macaulay yeah. Calkin was great in that and yeah. Sarah Paulson was fantastic. The aliens one just didn't just it didn't flow right. Like it was too short, like
1: and it abruptly switch between vampire to alien because one week we're watching the vampire and the next it's aliens and but like, that's
0: my point he doesn't know how to end it so He's he like, didn't know how to really tidy up that well he it, he tidied it up he ended it but he didn't end it if that makes sense because I, I remember sitting there with my wife and i'm like what the fuck just happened <laughs> <The> same here <laughs> okay so i think i think yes and no i think if the if they had separated the movie in two, I think they would have ran into the same problem of would they have thought to have included everything vital for chapter two in chapter one? Because clearly that was a huge mistake on the writer and director's part for continuity purposes. Because there were all these little elements that we do not see that are apparently very important to them figuring out how to stop this guy. From essentially turning him into a little raisin. Mm-hmm. You're little. You're nothing. <laughs> You're little, Cody. The Patriots lost and Green Bay won. Take that, man. Three points. But I can still brag about it. That's my right as an American. Speaking of that, you just got a notification from Fantasy. Oh, he's in the red zone. I'm going to beat Cody with my sleeper team. Okay. Final category, Cody, and then we're going to wrap this up. The other what-ifs, there's not a lot because it's mostly about Pennywise because that was the big person. Some of these are fucking awful. Just warning you now. Other what-ifs who were rumored to play Pennywise are as follows. Johnny Depp. Tilda Swinton. Richard Armitage, Tom Hiddleston. Jackie Earl Haley. Jim Carrey. Mm. I'm going to mess up his name. Kirk Asfito. Mine and your favorite, William Defoe, who I think would be great always. Uh, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Hugo Weaving, as we know. Why
1: Paul Giamatti? I don't
0: know, man. No, I did. I did. <laughs> I, like I feel this. like this is a far rumor. Oh, yeah, these are bad rumors. Doug Jones, and my personal favorite, I made sure to type this out last. Chating. Hate yum,
1: no terrible.
0: <laughs>
1: I would not watch. That's the movie. my
0: favorite li- That's one of my favorite lines you know, from. Uh, this is the end. I was. That's thinking, from This Is the End, right? Yeah. Okay. Good.
1: This good. guy, the guy from the band um, Smashing Pumpkins, Billy it, Corgan. He, I think,
0: if he had- wait, wait, no, that's his name. Wait, fuck. What the fuck? Um, um, fuck. Cody, we have dead air. Oh, I watched an interesting movie. What would that be? It's fucking weird, but it's good. Um, I heard, I've i been listening to this podcast. Quick shout out to them. You were it's right, called... by the way. Oh, I was? Billy Corgan. Thank God I don't sound like a dumbass. But don't um, you think this face... This face... Of his. This fucking face... No, he's a scary looking bloke. I'll give you that. Um... Damn it, Cody, what was I talking about? You interrupted me. Only a Halloween fan. Yeah, dude, no, he'd be totally creepy. The only people on this list I would give somewhat of an interesting take on, William Defoe's would be interesting because he would want to do everything, so mm-hmm. you know it'd be interesting. Jackie Earl Haley played um, Freddy in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which the the remake sucks, but... I don't mind his interpretation of Freddy, because as much as they wanted to try to cover it up, the original Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy was a child molester. Let's deal with it. That's the fact about Freddy Krueger. That's why he will always be one of my least favorite horror, uh, horror he's villains. M- he's my mom's. She, uh,
1: When she watched that, she was in high school. Oh no, dude! It's still scary—the yeah, concept that, of Freddy's. She terrifying. was terrified by that first Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: But the fact that in the very first movies of both, all, both his movies, he's essentially a child molester. I just can't back up, like say, only, like, oh, and, I love Freddy. I hope he and kills these. Freddy
1: fuckers. versus Jason—it was kind of like that too. There was oh, a dude, lot of sexual stuff in it. Definitely,
0: dude. Uh, but I think it was trying yeah. to go
1: with the day and age of that was the what the early two thousands,
0: maybe. Doug Jones would be interesting but he's mo- known for like well he was uh interesting enough he plays uh Billy Butch- Butcherson in uh Hocus Pocus is that Billy Butcherson Billy uh, I know never it's seen Billy Hocus Pocus fuck off not a god not, man
1: not really a disney person can't really
0: you have can't disney relate. Plus. you have disney plus I Just watch it watch. for
1: marvel okay fair enough and my dogs have their own channel to watch <laughs> um
0: animal shows <laughs> fair enough jim carrey would be an interesting pennywise jim carrey i would i would i think he is the only name on this list i would buy a ticket for I will besides william defoe him playing the um not saying these would be better options cuz i think will porter or bill Skarsgård were the better options hands down those two uh, what were was, the ones was his for the role
1: and i i don't know why i'm having a brain fart but his role in batman
0: Jim Carrey's yeah, uh, he was the Riddler. Take that and make it darker. Well, then you get Paul Dano. <laughs> <laughs> well, make it even more darker than that. Oh, dude, no, you're going too far. Wait, wait, for oh His, for Pennywise. Yes. No, because he has to have the comedic side to it. Which again, William Defoe, he can have that really deranged comedic side, and so could Jim Carrey. You'll I laugh think. from William Defoe. <laughs> dude, that kind of sounded okay. It probably doesn't sound okay in the recording, but I'm okay <laughs> with that. In my headphones it was great and I'm not gonna listen to this episode, so fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Cody, I think we talked about I think this was a fun episode. I had fun with this I, one. I will say that I
1: think you can't recast uh Bill Skarsgard. You can't
0: recast Bill Skarsgard because he brings absolutely too much. If you put okay, if you put this cast if you put the human cast with keeping Bill Skarsgard, way better movie mm-hmm. by far guaranteed he he almost brought a heath ledger type of like feeling to it he has an iconicness to it that like i mean look at uh, people obviously on the pod can't see it but i have a drawing of pennywise and i chose not the uh tim curry one to draw but bill skarsgård because i love that iteration of it he's just that face alone is terrifying like like the skull too. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I thought that was a good one today. Like I was like, man, I can't get this skull up here. And I was like, oh those, wait, it's plastic. I can just two, put a hole in the back of it. Those
1: two playing their respective roles. That they're gonna be talked about for years, like hundreds. I of years. didn't even
0: put all, that. I didn't even do that on purpose. Putting the Heath Ledger Joker next to him. Didn't do that on purpose. That was pure mistake. But that's yeah. No, no. Heath Ledger is always gonna have this like pedestal for um people are going to reach for his performance oh yeah fully on every single time without doubt but yeah um i think bill skarsgård as pennywise is the elite uh will porter i think would have been interesting but forgettable he, he would have just it would have been another horror movie it would have just been another horror movie with jump scares exactly bill skarsgård really did something for the role and for honestly like the Stephen King adaptation was kind of dead until this movie. And then people were like, oh, what's next? What's next? And it seemed like left and right, there was something new with Stephen King. When you, can... I recommend, um, a I think it's called A Good Marriage. No, uh, I forget. A perfect, no. Ooh, Kira. Uh, mm, I'll have to look it up, but it's from Mike Flanagan. Uh, I'll recommend it to you later. But when you can,
1: so it has its... Like it was a remake. This one we're talking about. It.
0: it this is technically a, an adaptation because the original was made for TV. So if when you can soar higher
1: than like the original actor who did it, and people remember you over him, you know you hit something. Exactly. Just like Heath Ledger with uh, Jack Nicholson. Exactly. And now who, who remembers Jack Nicholson? I mean, I, you still remember him, but yeah, like I do, but it's
0: like the younger kids don't think of him now yeah. and it's become buttonly clear, but yep. We traveled into a new universe, everyone. And we've discovered that the Dover brothers should have been the ones making a three hour version of our favorite demonic clown Well, demonics wrong intergalactic, intergalactic planetary. Sorry. I like me some beastie boys. (laughs) <laughs> um i might have to What's cut that, that out. band that you really like lord Huron. no it was the one where the fleetwood S- max
1: spaceship that was making love to a squid the darkness <laughs> yeah. i love the
0: darkness shout out to the darkness oh yeah the the podcast uh and the movie the movie was called um fuck i forget the movie now <laughs> shit okay but the, i will say the podcast at least that uh, that inspired me to watch some scary movies. Oh, His House. His House. It was really interesting. It was really creepy. There was another one, though, that they had me watch that I wanted to say. Oh, it starts with a P, I think. Um, but it's directed by Brandon Cronenberg, the director's uh, son of David Cronenberg, who did The Fly and Body Horror from the 80s and all that stuff. But yeah, uh, the podcast is called Too Scary didn't watch it has these three girls they're hilarious and they uh two of them don't really watch scary movies a lot they they kind of dive in here and there but one watches the movies and she sits and explains the movies to him and it's it's uh possessor that's the movie possessor watch it um when i watched it 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 came out uh uh it came out during the pandemic and i kind of like watched some of it and forgot it but i re-listened to their episode and i went back and re-watched it and it's wild, it's crazy, but I ended up loving it now. But then again, my my taste in film has changed a lot throughout the years. So who fucking knows? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you, Cody, for joining me. You're gonna catch a break here from the recording here soon because I'll be doing Halloween '78 without you, of course. And then I'll be having surgery. I will be, yes, sadly. You gotta, do, you it's... gotta
1: do the laugh before we go. <laughs>
0: all right uh (laughs) i guess we'll end it like this all right thank you all for listening and uh from all of us here of from in a world films what if cod pass or podcasts (laughs) damn it um you can float down here georgie we all float down here (laughs) thank you everyone bye